standing in front of Michael Myers does not qualify you as a survivor of Michael Myers. <laughs> that's, that's so mean. Of course it does. Hello and welcome to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies, the podcast that keeps getting back up no matter how many times you curb stomp its head into the stairs. I'm Ian Whittington and with me as always is Evil Dies whenever he can get round to it or be bothered. It's Sean Ferrick. Uh, it might be next Tuesday, it could be in another 40 years, but you can be absolutely sure that I will haunt your town for 40 years while sitting in my cell making no noise and pretending I'm not there. Yes, and the, the first day of the haunting everyone will pretend like they don't know who you are but then in the second half of that night everyone will suddenly know no you've been haunting this town for 40 years let's let's kill him (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know we missed halloween by a week or whatever when this comes out but i sean was furious with halloween kills i had a spare 90 minutes and hated myself so i went to watch it as well so this week we're going to talk about Halloween kills and just ironically be done with it, <laughs> which which just, we're not. Yeah. Uh, can we? Uh, I'm fine. Can we get straight to the news so that we can get to straight news. to the crapping? To the news. To the news. News team, assemble. news has caught my eye a bit is that bond is going to um vod like next week that is... which is super quick that's just the new world isn't it I, it's just i think you're right if it can happen to bond yeah uh, sure obviously because there's been so much talk back and forth about you know there was phrases about dune obviously going to vod and cinemas at the same time whereas at least bond got a bit of time to die in the cinema <laughs> on its on its own before going to VOD. I think you're right. Yeah. I just think this is the universe now. Um, and this is going to be it. Like, because we were saying way back, way back when, I think probably when we were talking about, it was either going to be a Marvel film or a Dune film of the one Dune film that's come out. Um, we were talking about... <laughs> one of the many Dune... Well, I mean, you say that, but it did part one us by surprise. It did part one us by surprise. And... <laughs> I now know. Now I don't know how. M- we'll we, we'll get to us. We'll get to because we're definitely going to have to do a review of Dune because I have I have things to say about that part one subtitle. Mm. Um, not bad things, just things. Oh no, I have uh, bad things. Um, but uh, I remember us talking way back in the time, talking about basically the death of the cinema experience and this idea of everything just going to streaming straight away. I think if it hadn't been for the, uh, I never pronounced this word correctly, furore. Furor, fury, um, ruckus, shitstorm <laughs> over yes. um, Black Widow. Fuck. Black yeah. Widow. I think all of Disney slate would be going straight to Disney Plus with a premium charge. But obviously, mm. Shang Chi didn't. Eternals hasn't. And well, I know there's that weird who owns it with Spider Man. So I presume that was always yeah. going to go straight to uh, cinema. But like, I'm quite okay with the idea of yeah look i'll pay for the service and i will slap a premium charge on that because it's just like going to the cinema that way money is still moving through hollywood but Mm. you're not risking exposure to a you might not have heard of this ian this might be news (laughs) to you but there's something out there that's making people stay indoors 
Excuse me. Is it called COVID? COVID. There we go. I couldn't COVID. think of it. Yeah. COVID yeah. prime number. Um, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. So for example, like I just funny enough, on the topic of the film we're discussing today, that was a multiple cinema and streaming release. Same day, same mm. time. Um, so with Bond coming to streaming, I, I would imagine that maybe this will be the future. It does a month maybe in the cinema and then it's made available on VOD, whether it's with a premium charge or or not. And I know yeah. as well, I, I realize I'm monologuing now, but I, I know that the fear with VOD is someone sits there, records their screen, releases it out, and it doesn't make any money. And I totally understand that. But we've had that fear as long as we've had file sharing. Since 1992. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's not to say that, oh, well, listen, just accept that it's going to happen. But it's like, I'm sure, I mean, I'm not a tech guy. I'm sure people are looking into this every single day of how to stop that happening. But that's not, or I don't think should have much of a bearing on VOD release and cinema release i think just stick a premium charge on it they're they're gonna it's not even about protecting cinemas it's the the money that studios make from the cinema experience because you can guarantee that people have to pay to get in um that's the only way that you can guarantee money out of the person that's watching your film is by having it released in a cinema so they're doing it to protect themselves so they will follow the route that makes them the most money and whether that's paramount plus premium or disney premiere premium whatever it is um then they'll do it obviously cinema tickets are still making the money yeah. or else they would have already shifted to hey just pay 30 bucks to have it on the service now if they can get that price down to the cost of admission then i think cinemas are in trouble like i said you'll always have those the people myself included that will want the cinema experience and want to go um like i even halloween kills I enjoyed being in the cinema, being yeah. the only person in the cinema as well, um, and just seeing it on a big screen. Even the worst film is fun to watch, and the sound was incredible. And it wasn't the biggest screen in the cinema, um, but it was it was such an event because you, you can't get that screen in your house. You, you can't do it. You can't like, and it's also because unless you're lucky enough to be in a position where you have that space in your house and you have that sound system in your house and you like and 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 you really you can't substitute that the best example i think this year is dune like if you're going to see dune Mm. see it in a cinema it is designed i i i I had no doubt about this in my mind than when denis villeneuve was like please don't release this straight to streaming like this is not designed for a small screen and I never doubted that, but after going and seeing that in the cinema, it only just kind of confirmed why, yeah. no, we made the right call to see this in the cinema. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever watch Dune at home. <laughs> and I think that's probably what they should do with it. I think interview. Never... I will never watch Dune again. Uh... <laughs> yeah. No, I think they should never release it at home. It should always be at the cinema. <laughs> like Rocky Horror. release it. Yeah, they just, exactly. They just re-release it when part two comes out and when part three comes out and then on the 10th anniversary because that's as often as I'm going to watch it and it is just for the the scope and the visuals of it. Um, but yeah, I, it, so the reason this is happening with No Time to Die is Universal had a 30-day um, exclusivity in theatres thing. So Universal gets all of the money or whatever from cinema tickets and then it can go to whoever. I would guess that it's going to Amazon Prime um after that 30 days so next week but yeah it kind of 
the, the only big loser here is physical media. <laughs> like, it was DVDs and shit that I had to wait yeah. six months for a release. But generally speaking, after four weeks, the money a film has made in the cinema, that's the money it's going to make. It's, it doesn't get much past that four weeks. Well, that's true, actually. Uh, I, Unless it's James Cameron. Well, that's a JK. I believe Avatar is still making money. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Titanic has just, you know, crossed the 27 billion mark. Yeah. Um, but the, a good, I suppose, like a, a good example of exactly this kind of thing happening is the death of rental. You know, the things like Blockbuster. Yeah, 100%. Because um, yeah. you actually, because Blockbuster was in the UK as well. We we had it, it was, but it was yeah. a different name here. Um, oh, okay. Because they bought out, uh, I know way too much about it. I used to work for the company. So there was a company called ExtraVision and it was Blockbuster. And so effectively when Blockbuster went under, so did ExtraVision. Because yeah. nobody was, well, nobody needed to rent anymore because this little upstart company came along called Netflix and they would post you <laughs> the DVDs at the time. Uh, Man, even that is bizarre. Isn't, isn't it? it? That's so funny. Yeah, oh. kids, we were, get this, we were posted three or four DVDs and depending on the level of subscription that you paid would depend on how many DVDs you could order a month. So you could maybe get two or three. Um, if you had an unlimited membership, you could get as many as you wanted. And then you had to post them back yep. and then wait for the next one to come. I mean, it's, and yet... That was Netflix. Joe, it's, it's bonkers that it took off. I, I, I'm thinking, like, the hardest thing about that is done. the laziness is that I will just mail it and you'll mail it to me. It's like, I would have thought yeah. it's the sending it back. They would have made a huge loss, but they didn't. I'm sure they did make a loss, but they didn't yeah. make any kind of huge loss. And then, of course, moving to streaming just killed. It wasn't too long until they moved it onto um, on, online. I remember BBC iPlayer being like, wow, we're getting into a rabbit hole here. But I BBC iPlayer was like the first streaming service that i remembered but it wasn't a streaming service it was just like oh hey instead of recording it we've got it online so you can just as long as you've got a tv license Mm. you can log in and you can watch doctor who um i wish at that point i'd thought hmm wouldn't it be cool if we could do this with movies (laughs) (laughs) run patent that patent it i say go um yeah but uh it is interesting as as I, i think we will see more and more films um i think this year has been such an experiment with that Mm -hmm. again black widow while they did make money on it i don't think it worked out very well in disney's reputation um Ah, like they don't care (laughs) they do not care about reputation Um, they don't care but they're okay but even in in a way we can segue into our main topic because halloween kills was released vod straight away and they halloween kills has made the biggest R-rated first weekend of 2021. It's at like $50 million. The Suicide yeah. Squad got $26 million in its first weekend. Yeah, which is bizarre. Yeah. I'm still... I mean, you've got brand recognition with Halloween that the Suicide Squad doesn't. You've got sequels. So I was always going to see Halloween Kills because of the goodwill built from Halloween 2018. Um, and I knew that this was a trilogy, so... Even if this is shite, which it is, I'm going to watch it so that 3 makes sense, just in case that 3 turns out to be a better movie. Now, I think they could... I think they could. I think they could... Uh, there's no I, reason that Halloween ends or dies or kills or... Oh, you still got the better title for it. 100%. As soon as you said it, I was like, yeah. why didn't Halloween they do dies. That? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Especially with Evil Dies Tonight and whatever. Um, I'll still go and watch that, because there's no reason they can't make that a good film. Mm. Um but yes, so let's get into the main topic. 
Grant. Halloween Kills. Halloween Sean, Kills. Sean. Okay. What did you hate the most about this film? I like I actually I, I have actually had to calm myself down because it how excited was I for Halloween Kills this whole year? How excited was I? I was super excited. Yeah. So and I was too. I was genuinely excited. And I had three people from Cinema Sins all tell me, Nope, this is garbage and we liked twenty eighteen. Yeah. And then you came out and properly hated it, even more than they did. And I was like, Oh no. No, I this is like they made a bad Star Trek film. I think I took it personally. I think I did. Yeah. Um, so uh, just really, really quickly, we'll go obviously full spoilers from the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. So there's not much to spoil. There, uh, there's one big thing to spoil. Th- there is. Yeah, there is. There, um, right. So end. So Halloween 2018 ends with Michael locked in the basement of Laurie's house. It's on fire. There's that great mm-hmm. final shot of Laurie, Karen, and. Um, Alison, in the in the back of that the flatbed truck, um, get away from her, you bitch! Uh, that's that's it. Then uh, Laurie comes out Basically. with the power lo- loader. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Halloween twenty eighteen was not without its silly parts, but overall, it was a bloody solid return to yeah. basics film, and that's why it's I think the closest I felt to Halloween, Halloween nineteen seventy eight or whatever it is. One hundred percent. Because um, even originally, have you? How many of the sequels overall have you seen? I have now seen Halloween, Halloween two, okay. Halloween three, and Halloween four. Okay. Uh, right. So three, obviously not Michael Myers. So two, no. I thought was already, and I, I don't mind saying this because John Carpenter himself says this: two is not a good film. It has kind of hung on in, you know, horror cinema because it is a direct extension of the original film. It gets goodwill because yeah. of the original film. There's mm-hmm. barely any Laurie in it. Plenty of Dr. Loomis, Donald Pleasant. So I think that does save yeah. the film for what it is. But even the guy playing Michael, uh, like I re- the, Ian, I love the Halloween series. The guy playing, the, playing Michael, Dick Warlock, looks nothing like, I mean, body shape, obviously. Oh, wait, is it a different person? Completely different person. Oh, I didn't know that. Pretty much, not not exclusively, but pretty much every film has a different person playing Michael Myers. Except this one. So yeah. this one is... This is the same guy. This I actually same. really like his look, the bald Michael that's a bit fucked up. I, lo- I, like, I like it a lot. So you get, like, still obscure, but you get plenty of maskless Michael in this, and... I, I mm-hmm. don't mind that I have no problem with as long as, as, long as he don't show me talking. his face no that's Rob Zombie made that mistake Ro- Halloween 2 oh, Rob Zombie's film now it's only one no. word but still Michael doesn't speak what does he say uh, die and I don't mean Michael oh. as a kid now I mean Michael as yeah. masked Michael as we know him Halloween Michael as a kid never shut up in Halloween Rob Zombie's uh, one fucking Rob Zombie only he's probably one of the most mo- Oh man, don't get me started. But he's arrogant enough to think I can put words into Michael Myers' mouth. Well, put it this way: John Carpenter was asked, "What did he think of the film?" And he said, "What um, film?" No, he called he called Rob Zombie a piece of shit. So yeah, that's fair. All right, yeah, then. I so, couldn't agree more. No, my, my sorry, sorry, Rob. My my, my yeah, <laughs> my rambling point there about the sequels was that as the sequels go on, they get more and more batshit. Of course, as as they do, Michael remains unkillable, and it it kind of starts to skirt the Friday the Thirteenth territory of. You're just looking for inventive mm-hmm. kills. The thing that, for me, the reason I like the Halloween series is because it's not good, but there is a through-line story. There isn't in the Nightmare series. There isn't in the fr- Friday. No. Camp. Yeah. 
all right, grand, yeah. you know, Friday, don't, or nightmare, don't sleep. Whereas at Michael, yeah. there was a reason, not a great one, but there was a reason all the way through. When you get to Halloween 6, um, so that one is reviled. Like that one is just like really? this because four, five, and six is its own trilogy. They are a that trilogy. follows on from two. It acknowledges yeah. one and two, but they are their own trilogy. Exactly. Yeah. So in the many different timelines of Michael Myers, Halloween's one to six, take out three, is one yeah. timeline. Um, uh-huh. And in six, they 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 make the mistake if they go completely into supernatural territory there's a cult there's a curse michael has to kill his family because in the in halloween 4 you know he's going after his niece now um, right yeah and obviously that entirely rests that only works if Laurie's his sister right otherwise yeah, then you know it wouldn't that was the, i remember this from the video i know we're not talking about halloween kills at the minute which is probably best but halloween 2 he's i just, i didn't realize but she doesn't know that it's Michael Myers, and if she had known that, she would have known that that was his her brother. Nope, not at all. They've made no difference to her whatsoever. I can't. I'm sure it does happen, but I can't remember the moment in Halloween Two where she is told that yeah, he's it's her, her boyfriend. Yeah, well, no, it's it. I'm trying to remember, but I'm sure her boyfriend tell, says his name. And she well, says she wouldn't know it's Michael Myers. Myers. No, she wouldn't know Myers as her brother because she was adopted as, a, or in kind she was adopted as a baby by the Strodes. Oh, um, right. And so she never. It's Loomis who drops the big "I am your father" moment, um, right. <laughs> which is a weird turn of events considering, um, yeah, Loomis has got nothing to do with anybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> He's no one's father. But yeah, so it, the kind of the the gas thing that does lead into now Halloween Kills is that so that timeline was totally swept aside by 20 well by several of the sequels but particularly by 2018 2018 is a Uh sequel to Halloween 1978 right Um, and the genius I think of 2018 was nobody cares Laurie is a woman who just survived a killing spree in 1978 and it's completely messed her up she's completely PTSD Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. she's totally she's her family really struggle with her because she's become the survivalist you know you know mm, you must just live, in must case live. exactly yeah and you know over the course of the film she is proven correct in her fears and her actions mm-hmm. and and okay and the, I one of the big problems with 2018 is Michael's doctor who is purely a plot point to get Michael to Laurie's house yeah I actually forgot about him he's referenced a lot in this film saying that this isn't Michael this isn't Michael's vendetta this is the doctor I don't even think that they say the doctor's name they just say the doctor that is obsessed with Loomis no I think that has pointed Myers in the direction of I think they do now Laurie and everyone no they don't they don't make a halo out of it or anything but they uh, no. I do um, I, yeah. yeah if they do it's once or twice and it ju- yeah. I remember it just I forgot I was like wait Loomis wasn't in 2018 and then they did the flashback of him switching Michael's mask and mm. him dying etc um yeah, so they're blaming it on him rather than like Michael is still a child, um, and this doctor just pushed him in the right direction. But then they change their mind on that as well by the end of the film and say, "No, no, he's not a child; he's a demon." So yeah, so they like in, in a way that's kills in a nutshell. So to bring it into yeah. to kills now, so kills picks up as I say from the exact scene of the end of 2018, but also it mm. doesn't because we spend 
way too long in a backstory that is basically like a remake of well it's not even a remake it's a new it's a Halloween 2 it, it, thank you yeah. reimagining of Halloween 2 so forget all the stuff in the hospital that didn't uh-huh. happen so Michael you know end of Halloween Loomis looks down Michael's not there theme kicks off so this imagines mm-hmm. Michael is as he would be he's you know getting away from the scene and the police spot him so we have a big return I say a big returning but a, a returning character in this film from 2018 is Will Patton's Officer Hawkins and it was mm-hmm. said in 2018 that he was one of the arresting officers yeah. for Michael now obviously he wasn't in tw- uh, 1978 so I'm going to start with a positive I like how he has become a part of the mythos if you like because I, I really like Will yeah. Patton um, he's fantastic I love him and he's the best part of um, uh, Purge Texas oh you were telling me yeah Forever Purge yeah. yeah, Forever Purge, that's it. He's great in it. He has a great little um, soliloquy about um, how much America sucks. <laughs> great. Well, excellent. Because he can, he can speak. I mean, uh, of course, oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, he's quite good at it. Um, yeah, he's a good orator. Good orator. Thank you. Uh, Thomas Mann plays young uh, Hawkins because, mm-hmm. you know, and it's important to say his name because we spend so much of the bloody film with him. So I would say it's almost know, a third like of Halloween. I, I hear you, but if your if if your sequel is going to be about bang 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 more of the night he came home to completely rob the tagline of the original halloween yeah. 2 don't stop don't take your foot off the adrenaline to go and oh well look here's what happened we know you told us last time yeah i i see a universe where this entire film is that flashback of the night the wrapping up the night in 1978 um, with bits of Laurie in the hospital recovering and, and something like that. But I would I would much rather focus on a reimagining of Halloween 2 to fill in the gaps than this three-part disaster that we get in this film. Because it does a little bit of, here's how Michael ended up in the, in the, in the, the institute that he ends up in. Um, this is what Michael is doing now, and this is what the mob is doing because COVID has made. Sorry, I mean Michael Myers has made everybody crazy. We'll we we'll discuss the mob. Yeah, that's we, the I, worst part of the film. It's dreadful, but no. Um, I actually here's a hugely positive thing I have to say about the flashback or the reimagining is Doctor Loomis. So, hundred oh, wow. percent. It's it's incredible. So it's an good. actor with prosthetics. It's not even CGI. So it, good. Donald Pleasance lived again for a short yeah. time. He stands in front incredible. of. Him. He stands at the bottom of the stairs, and it wasn't a cheeky in the shadows. It was face to face. Look how well we did um, at recreating Donald yeah. Pleasance. Um, so so good, and it adds so much more. I'm then. I don't care that I didn't see these police officers in Halloween in the original Halloween, I'm there, I'm in the moment, because you've recreated a really good, like, kind of fixed point in time that I can latch on to. But yeah, it's, 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 and I think one of the easiest uh, comparisons as to how good this is on a relatively small, you know, this is still a large enough budget film, but relatively small when compared to Rogue One, which I really like, but Peter Cushing and, uh, like, bringing back Peter Cushing, it, the, the more you look Mally. at it, kind of the worse it gets. It was gets. too soon. 
it was it was too soon to be doing that and also relying so heavily on cgi whereas Mm. this is like look what we can do with prosthetics and it was so for that alone like that's brilliant that saves this scene i like it so much as well so i got super pumped by in general the opening 20 25 minutes of this film so you've got michael escaping the house which i liked up until in sorry modern day Sorry, in the the modern day, current how yeah, he escaped okay. the fiery house. Sorry, um, that works for me actually. Sorry, how he survives. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'll give Hides you that one. Cupboard, that that one works. Yeah. yeah, I'll do that. He survives Stranger Things. Um, I liked that up until the point of him killing twelve firemen um, because he was attacked one at a time by the dumbest people that were ever born. Oh. Um, but everything before that and the it was really exciting because this felt like a, a deleted scene from Halloween 1. It felt like something they filmed that we just never got to see. So it was what happens after Halloween gets... That was weird. After Michael Myers gets thrown... I just called him Halloween. Yeah. Um, after Michael Myers gets thrown out of the window, this is immediately what happened. He's got multiple gunshot wounds, but he's going to keep on going. Mm. And it was just so good. The kills that he does... Are completely fine they're not too ridiculous um they eventually arrest him and that well, shot uh, oh oh go on no and it this is this is again this is a plus in the column for that they stick to canon michael doesn't kill anyone in that prequel scene he doesn't oh, kill a single no. person because absolutely that right. would have broken oh he killed three people three you people. know yeah oh damn it no you're right yeah. but i mean like the Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What he does feels very Michael yeah. Myers. It doesn't feel too ridiculous. Um, and this this film has got some of my favourite individual shots of the entire franchise. Like, Michael standing at the bottom of the, the house when it's on fire, and just that mm. shot of him being when you first see him again. Him standing surrounded by police and like, zooming out, and then the theme coming back in when they arrest him is gorgeous it's so good what do you and then that, it decides to stop being a good movie <laughs> and, and it literally you can see the click but just that yeah. that shot in particular of him standing there what do you think of because that is a it's an homage it's a recreation of the opening scene of halloween 78 of the crane shot pulling out with michael yes. standing there yes, so yes, what, yes 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 so what do oh, you God, think so of i mean it was good I, I, I totally agree sorry fantastic shot and it looks great yeah. and also i love as well just the simplicity of it's the 78 mask. Like, it's so perfectly recreated. Yes. Because if there's been one thing that's been bloody inconsistent throughout the Oh, my goodness. Especially series. in Halloween 3. The pale white mask. Wait, three? sorry. Four. Four. <laughs> it is three. It's Halloween. I, I get you. Season oh, of the Witch doesn't wait, exist. Wait till you see five. You think that's bad? Oh, no. Five is just like... I mean, I get that he has a white face. Okay? Wait, no. Did I watch five? I don't think you you would have you would have told me you would have texted me in anger if you had watched five is that the one where the niece has a bad dream it starts off with her dreaming about michael no no that must well be. it is the it is the niece and it's supposed to be like very short we'll come back to, we'll come back to five yeah we'll come sorry. back to five um but uh, <laughs> yeah maybe never arguably five is a better film than kills Anyway, so <laughs> no, let's be careful, Sean. Don't say things you can't take back. Um, but yeah, I, I I like all of that. There is so here is my, in my negative column. 
mm-hmm. for the flashback reimagining. Mm-hmm. Take a step to the side, you fucking idiot, Hawkins. Oh yeah, get it. He's got a rope. You've got a gun. Oh, shoot him in the legs. Like you do, you do the you do the the Pierce Brosnan thing where you shoot Judy Dench in the arm and then you shoot the guy that's holding her. Don't aim. It looked like he was aiming for Michael Myers' neck. <laughs> it's like, do you know what's in the way? Your mate's neck. <laughs> yeah. Or at the very least, know. like you know, if you have to shoot your mate, like I I don't know what type of firearm whether it goes straight through or not. Like oh, some guns you'd be like, yeah, it's going to go straight through them, through the wall, and through the yeah. next day. Or so. Shoot him in the belly. Sorry, buddy. No, I'm pretty sure you could. Well, okay, maybe not the belly, but you no, know, that's the worst. But like, yeah, sorry, shoulder, buddy, but I'm sure something. you can understand. Yeah, shoot, shoot yeah. him in the shoulder, do something, yeah. and then take out Myers or shoot them both in the legs. I don't know. Yeah, you're going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life, but you hey, have a rest Michael of your Myers life. Yeah. And, I, and then there's this whole convoluted, oh, switch the guns, and, you know, uh, we'll cover up the fact that in your line of duty, you made a completely valid call. Well, it was a stupid call, but it was still yeah. a legally valid call. What was I, there was no point whatsoever for that cover up, absolutely none. It was just as it yeah. well the weight they gave it. They they did give it. It was such a huge moment, and it needn't. I would have been just as. It's not excusing it, but I would have. I wouldn't have liked cried foul if they'd said, "Yeah, you were excused because it was in the line of duty and you didn't know or whatever and blah blah blah." Yeah. You panicked. Um, yeah. It's not. It's by far not the worst part of this film. It's not, but it's like uh, of the best bit of the film. It's the worst part. Yeah, correct. Yeah, right. but and I realise how I opened up saying we spent too long in the past. I realised that, <laughs> but yeah. I know what you mean. Definitely, um, it does stilt the story somewhat, and it's because it's not consistent. It's like a oh, we're back in the past again, and it's kind of towards the end of the movie that you get the final wrap up of this police officer was going to shoot. Um, Michael Myers in the head Uh, no sorry Loomis was going to shoot him in the head Mm. and then Hawkins dives in and stops him um, because he still thinks that Myers is just a six year old boy in a man's body Um, but uh, yeah I get it but that opening 20-25 minutes and then you it's only then that you get the pumpkins and the opening Halloween scroll and the pumpkin being on fire I was like holy fuck, that was an awesome opening. What is wrong with Sean? Am I going to be the only person on the planet that likes this film? Because the the, the, the reimagining of the score as well, it's slightly different to 2018. I really liked it. It's got a bit more of an orchestra behind it. Yeah. Um, loved it. But it's like, man, the second those credits stop, it is a garbage fire of a film. It just, and it, like, I I have kind things to say about it, but I'm it's immediate. It is an immediate just yeah, like... it is. It feels. And having read behind the scenes, like I actually did my homework for this week's episode, Ian, gone mm-hmm. behind the scenes, watched interviews and everything. They didn't not give a shit, but my God, it feels like they didn't. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, totally agree. It's just, they just did a bad job. They, they thought they were making something great. And I can see on paper this really making sense. Because when I heard the kind of like pitch for the film it was it's the mob versus michael i was like fuck me that makes sense finally i mean you get a bit of that in halloween four Four. yeah yeah and i said to you man if you hate halloween kills i feel like halloween four has actually done a good job of halloween kills frankly Um, because that is the mob versus michael um so on paper that sounds great and even like the the opening in the pub i think this is my 
biggest problem is that you have the Babysitters Club United. So yeah. all of the kids plus one that they added in in the flashback um, unite. Yeah. Led, fine. Um, led by Tommy, who is the main kid that Laurie was looking after. Yeah. They unite on the night of Halloween to... Anyway, they're in a pub anyway to reminisce about Michael Myers and then they hear on the news that he's escaped and they're like, nope, fuck it, we're going to kill him. And that sounds great on paper, but Mm. it's so much, oh, fuck, we've put Laurie in a hospital with some pretty serious wounds. She's not in a fit state to do anything. What do we do? They actually, it's funny that they do a very graphic surgery scene. It's, I think, to really hammer in the fact of like, no, no, Laurie's hurt. She's out of action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like spoiler Laurie Strode yeah she's in the film but like she's don't be expecting anything from her <laughs> so they kind of Halloween to her yeah she's you know? just not in the film it's bizarre um, Which, yeah uh, but, anyway, we'll put a pin in where I think it's going next but but um, for those yeah, four it yeah it just annoyed me for those four I so we have two of those four so four returning characters two Correct. of which are the original actors is Tommy the original actor? No, so it's actually okay, the two so the two women. Kyle Richards is the little the girl Lindsay from yeah. 1978. She has gone on and done an acting career, uh, but she's one of the her. She's famous now for being one of the Real Housewives of Beverly oh, Hills. Good. I want to say right. uh, has always come across seems to be very very nice. Um, and I my first controversial statement is, is of those four. Now, while she has arguably the least to do, I thought she was the best of the four. Um, that's my controversial statement to begin with. Okay, so her and the nurse are the two returning characters, aren't they? Actors, they're the same people. Yeah. Actually, I have a funny, I have a tidbit about the nurse, but go on. The, for me, those two were the worst, and I could tell that they were not actors, and they were just, oh, hey, you're still alive from the first film, so we're going to put you in. Tommy, although I didn't enjoy him, he it was well acted. It as a as an actor, I think he did a. I could tell that he was an actor and that he had a purpose. It was over over the fucking top, but he didn't look out of place in the movie. Whereas the two ladies Correct. looked, it looked we it looked like we were watching Wrong Turn Seven, and and they were just cannon fodder. They just didn't they didn't feel right. It was like oh we could get you back, so we did. I don't I don't hundred percent disagree. Um, and with the greatest of respect to Marion Chambers, now this is the nurse, uh, yeah. or no, that's the character's name, sorry. Nancy Stevens is the actor's name. Uh, Marion right. Chambers is the character's name. So here's my funny little, this is cool, tidbit on scenes. She is the character of Marion Chambers, is the only character who has been killed by Michael Myers twice. So Did she died in the first one. No, no, no. She survives the first one and she survives the second one and then she vanishes. She, You know the way every film pretty much opens up with will take out, you know, someone, someone. after a while they kind of, yeah. So she is the opening kill of Halloween H2O. Oh, fuck me. And and like, and like and she's dead. Like there's no kind of like, she might have survived this. But of course, oh, that's, that's now amazing. been erased from canon. Of course, yeah. So they well, bring H- her back. H2O ignores everything other than one as well doesn't it h2o was like a bad version of 2018 yes yeah um like appreciate it for what it was it was very 90s you had your young cast and everything fair yeah grand 
Um, like, it's not awful, sorry, by any, it's not awful by any means. It is the, as far as I know, it's the only one to have a CGI Michael Myers. Um, really? That is, a, that is an actual true statement, and it's still not the worst mask. Um, oh, fuck. But, uh, yeah, so she's the big <laughs> I, I need to watch these films. I'm now hooked. I need to oh, watch all of there's them. There's a reason I'm hooked on the Halloween series, there really is. And, like, much as I loathe Halloween Kills, I will watch it again, but I will be angry. Um, yeah, there's still something yeah. in my head that I I think it has the same tone as Halloween 2018. It has the same palette, mm. and I am a sucker for this film picks up the second after the last one finished. I love that shit so much. Um, yeah, can we can we get onto the kills? Uh, we can in a moment because it's just just really weird to first oh, the, no, sorry. finish we out the other two. We haven't finished on the girls, had we? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, well, we kind of have. So the nurse... Um, now, sorry, with the greatest respect to the actor Nancy Stevens, she is, in my opinion, easily the worst of those four. Agreed. Um, totally agree. Yeah. And just pure... We want we want to bring someone back from the original. Goes, they oh, did cool. someone who can say the line. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about the pair the of them. only reason yes. she's there. Uh, Absolutely, Tommy. Um, so, um, Ian, Mister Behind the Behind the Scenes Cinema Sins, do you know who is playing Tommy Doyle in this film? Oh shit! Way to out me. No, I do not. Anthony Michael Hall. Do you know what he was in? Not Dexter. He brought a flare gun to school, and that's why he was in Saturday Morning Detention. <gasps> no fucking him. way! That is him, Brian. Um, um, Brian, man, does he look different? Yes, he does. And not bad, just very, very different. Uh, the last thing I... Well, he's been in many things, but he was the newscaster yeah. in The Dark Knight. Would have been... Whereas, <laughs> okay. Where he looked... I <laughs> know, ah, but he had, a, he had a big enough part that when you watch it, you're like, oh, no, hang on. I, you'd remember yeah. him because he's every few minutes they're doing the news and it's... Him. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, oh, that's that's. He looks crazy. much more like he does now in The Dark Knight. Even The Dark Knight to The Breakfast Club was just like, that's not the same actor. Yeah, no, um, no, 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 no. I mean, even Bender doesn't look the same as in Breakfast Club. He did not the, age well. Yeah. Now, the fourth guy... His name just was the, Bender, wasn't it? Because I, I, it's so long since I've seen it, I honestly don't know. He's the, the punk, the one with the long hair that um, smokes oh, and The one who does the punch the world. at the end. Yes. Yeah, yeah that. Ugh. that uh, anyway, we're not talking about that film. Uh, the fourth member of this group is... Now, this is pure box ticking. So, mm. in 78... Um, Tommy is bullied by a kid called Lonnie, right? Lonnie got a name drop in 2018. Just uh, Alison's mm. boyfriend, Cameron. Uh, his dad is Lonnie. That was just that was fine in 18. Yeah. That was fine. Yep, no worries. Had although I have family. to say, you have so many names to choose from. Why did you pick one that was so close to Laurie? Because I I kept hearing Laurie, and I was like, why was Laurie bullying him? I was like, no, it's I'm, Lonnie. I'm not sure if it was just because a character from 70 but potentially I'm not yeah. sure but yeah so Lonnie who is completely recap like so they didn't get the original actor back for this one so a guy called Richard Longstreet plays him as a grown up and I actually probably should have googled uh, a different kid anyway because they have new scenes with Lonnie yes, back with Michael in the, walking around yeah uh, um, standing in front of Michael Myers does not qualify you as a survivor of Michael Myers <laughs> 
that's so mean. Of course it does. It does not. Of course it, it does. Lindsay if and Tommy and Myers, Nurse Cha- and Nurse Lewis were come all on. on. Yeah. No, what all the the nurse got was a fish through the window. That was it. She's barely a survivor. She heard it. She had a knife pulled across her throat and H2O. Oh, no, we don't yeah, talk about that. Yeah, that didn't happen. No, if all right, Michael Myers is standing over your crying body as you curl up into a ball on the street and then chooses to walk away, you are a survivor of Michael Myers and you will absolutely claim it as such. You would! Don't tell me you wouldn't. You would. I say that because I have problems with Lonnie in this film and I, I mean... Oh, I forgot he was in the film. He's he makes the dumbest fucking decisions. I mean, like there's just of there's, anyone ever in film. Of all of them, of all, is he the stupidest character in the film? Agree. No, he is. He's. I it's a he close call be. between him, the nurse, and Tommy. But uh, yeah, he's definitely up there for the build-up that he gets. So quite a bit of time is spent on him in the prequel. Him getting bullied. Him being spared by Michael. And then him being in the pub. But it's like, as an adult, he just turned into a fucking lobotomy survivor. Like, he just didn't use most of his brain for the entire film. And it's like, well, why the fuck do I care about this kid that survived? Let's... Oh, yeah, and then there's the other... So the couple who were actually in 2018 in a kind of a blinking you'll miss the moment, the the doctor and the nurse, uh, they're they're in the bar. So I don't really Uh. know why they were brought back for this, but they were anyway... Um, Recognisable face. Three, three times the film stops to explain their costume. That she is dressed as a nurse when in fact she is a doctor, and he is dressed as a doctor when in fact he is a nurse. Yeah, we get the joke. Three times we're told about this. We're like, I don't care. Like, this it's is like they not were important. To make a point about being felt up in the workplace and how it was inappropriate, and I was like, the fuck are you doing this in this film for? Valid the point, amount. but it doesn't belong here. Oh, the 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 bullshit attempt at social commentary in this film that just doesn't doesn't work it's the worst part of the film it's not Uh, what not what this film should be doing um and i think they lead nicely into the b plot of the film which is the other person that escaped at the same time as michael yeah escaped which is (laughs) the penguin um who if anything is the protagonist of the film and Mm -hmm. i hate this part of the film so 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 much so so much such uh tone deaf but again stupid beyond all cognition of stupid so i know that's exactly what the movie's trying to say is that a person is intelligent people are stupid but my goodness this is on another level like the film tries to take an hour to tell that Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones did it in one sentence in, in Men in Black. That's it. 100%. Follow yeah, their that's message. Exactly it. They got it. Yeah. Um, like, who, I mean, I'm not the first person to say this and I'm not the last, but who looks at five foot nothing Danny DeVito looking like and goes, <laughs> oh my God, is that seven foot tall Michael Myers? <laughs> that's the man. That's the one. I but, just don't get it. I do. And they even kind of made, the, made an attempt to make them look kind of similar when to almost they? excuse it. On the news report, when you look at them face on, they do look similar. And I was like, I see exactly what you're doing here. Please, I beg of you, please don't do it. Because there's only one reason that two white males have escaped the hospital at the same time. And it's because you want me to confuse them. 
And so I knew exactly where they were going. I didn't think they were going to dedicate an hour of the film to people getting confused and thinking that this patient is Michael and the entire mob, instead of going after Michael, spends the entire film chasing this poor bastard round the hospital after he crashes a car and including goes to the hospital Including hospital staff, including Including police. staff, yeah. Including the, the police. The only people that don't chase him are the sheriff um, and the Strode family. Car- yeah. well, it's not Strode, but it, Laurie and her daughter and, and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Everyone else. And all it is trying... I'm going to really get annoyed at this. The entire thing it's trying to say is, look how people are dumb. Look how people don't want to get vaccinated. Look how people hoard toilet paper. Well, now, I mean, I'm not disagreeing. I'm not in any way disagreeing. But, and this is not defending it, so this was written pre-2020. This was, and because I'm saying this because Jamie Lee Curtis, and I am absolutely naming and shaming here, mm. uh, gave a very, very tone-deaf interview about why they chose to include this crazy mob in this film, right? Right. So it was... I assumed it, it had been written post or during pandemic. No, it would have been, but for COVID, this would have been released back in 2020. So this has been sitting on a shelf for for ages. How Um, did they manage to be so tone deaf? (laughs) Well, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis says, and so I I had a good chat with, so my mates that I went to see this with actually raised a couple of really good points. And one of them, uh, shout out John and Anna. Anna makes the point, Jamie Lee Curtis is an executive producer on this film. And if you're an executive producer, one of your jobs is you sell. You sell you the movie. It. You yeah. absolutely promote it. You find the movie to make it, and then you encourage people to spend money watching it. Absolutely, right? So, I, on that respect, Grant, well, she tried to do her job. Uh, she called it a masterpiece. Oh, fuck off. So, right, straight away, we lost some points there. So I watched yeah. this, obviously, after I've seen the film. Even Halloween 2018 she, isn't a masterpiece. I think what I will do is I will bring the link to this interview because I think it's really important to get the, the phrasing correct on this but there was a, a phrase that basically alluded to we did this mob and isn't it quite evocative of the BLM movement oh no and oh I was no just she like, did not oh Miss Curtis please please tell me to, and I, I, I want to be really fair oh, because it's a no, it's a it's a big not. big thing to say and if it was a mistake and if she has since addressed it absolutely grant it no problem mistake. or if it's taken yeah. out of context because it's like I hope so no so that's why it's like it's not better that it's not about anti-vax it's nothing to, or how uh, mobs are you oh, know man. kind of so I was being generous by saying that they you were you were being very yeah. generous oh, so I will I will get the link to that interview it is available online I do encourage yeah, people to us. watch it yeah um, I mean there's a chance that it was yeah. she, she didn't mean it in that way but oh my god if there's don't compare it to that it, fuck's it's sake not. and because especially in this scene what you have is um karen who they totally waste the development that she was given now i realize it was at the closing moments of 2018 she becomes this you know finally there there you go she had been trained by laurie as a kid she pulls the trick on uh, judy greer's character yeah pulls the trick on michael brilliant absolutely and joy that saved her character in 2018 for me i thought she, it took getting pushed, but it was mm-hmm. all there. And I, I, I believe that. Undone straight away in Halloween Kills. She goes back to being, oh, no, no, no. Let's all be, you know, let's all calm down. Let's all calm down. Yeah, let's I've let no- the police deal with it. 
Yeah, and I've no particular problem with trying to be a peacemaker. It's because, again, they just yeah, hammer it home. Um, this undoes a lot of the work in 2018 as well, because, and I hadn't thought of it until she actually says the sentence, all of your, your life of planning, all of the traps, all of the preparation is wasted because Michael survived. I was like, oh, fuck. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Because you've had 40 years to prepare. You now have 40 minutes. You're fucked. Um, which undermines anything that they they do, to be honest. Because if you had 40 years to prepare and still got it wrong, what hope have you got now? What chance do you have? Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, in fair, like there's, there's problems with... Laurie's plan in 18 but overall it's it's fairly solid now uh, yeah. the honest trader made the point of did she not take fire engines into a, into account during this plan <laughs> and yes go on that is a fair yeah. point but overall lock a man in a burning house you would be yeah. Yeah. it'd be a bit fair if you think yeah okay that's probably yeah. going to take care of the problem yeah if it was um, your husband in the house you'd be worried for him yeah you'd be like you alright Steve um, <laughs> or you alright Ray Ray? Ray? I like that they actually acknowledge Ray's death. No, not for very long. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. There is <laughs> a bit where... died. Yeah, Karen kind of... They she get breaks past down, it so quick. And then she kind of... She kind of stiff upper lips it for a little bit, which I'm yeah. okay with because she goes into protection mode on Alison. Yeah. Um, then the reveal that Michael is still alive is complete... It's just so badly handled. Uh-huh. Alison suddenly becomes a shrieking harpy. Nobody told you? Nobody told you? You're the fucking sheriff. If you didn't tell her, who else did? Who were you relying on? Yeah, who was going to give her this yeah. news? Why is it... It's the. It's yeah. such a cliché of... It oh, is. they didn't tell yeah. you, cliché. Um, and... Uh, so, I, I, I suppose it's not... It's not massively important, but... Uh, sorry, what is important is that it turns out Hawkins survived. Really shouldn't have, but it turns out Hawkins survived and is brought to hospital. So we get that's how we get more Will Patton in this film. Yeah, how uh, did he like, die in the first one? He was stabbed in the throat and then they ran over him with a car. He was dead, but... I really <laughs> forgot. Um, so, but <laughs> in fairness, they looked at horror movie rules and said, well, look, we didn't show his head getting crushed, ergo yeah. he survived it. You know? Suspension of disbelief dies tonight. <laughs> Um, and for the most part, for the most part, I actually like that Cameron, the boyfriend, actually got something to do. Because he was insufferable in the first film. Um, oh, no, he, he was insufferable in this film as well. He, ended up, he ended up being... me off. No, like, I... When, no, because, right, I, I don't care if you're a shitty teenager. You still cheated on your girlfriend. Like, they were oh, well, together. Yeah. Sorry, like, you're right. Yeah. She's an, he's an, he absolutely... He might feel bad about it, but he's, he feels bad about getting caught, which is exactly, weirdly, what happens in Halloween 4 as well. Um, the boyfriend oh, yeah. cheats on the... Not on the niece, but on the new babysitter. Um, Sorry, I know what you mean. No, no, the boyfriend doesn't cheat on Jamie Lloyd, who's like seven. <laughs> Who was like seven know? in the film, no. And then they, they end up in the same house together and having to fight. This is almost a frame-for-frame frame remake of Halloween yeah. 4, the more that I think about it. Um, but... It's. I wasn't gonna say. Yeah, no, he's still an asshole, and yet she just hugs him, and because she, he says, "Well, me and my dad are gonna go and find Michael and kill him." Oh my god, I'm with you. Mm. It's not earned. It's, there's no redemption there. It was. You're right. Uh, it was like we know he's gonna die. So what's the point? I do. Do you know like what I didn't? Death, I do. You know what I didn't. And I, I, we will definitely discuss 
Cameron's death, I actually didn't see immediately that he was going to die. Um, it wasn't particularly that I was rooting for him as a character. Mm. I I think maybe initially I was kind of like, well, no, the fact that they've brought him back, maybe he'll have something to do. And again, I'm still in my head going, this is a trilogy. And we need to yeah, have survivors so into part three. We need to hold people into yeah. part three. No, we don't. No, uh, exactly. Because yeah. the writers decided that they didn't need to do yeah, that. Well, exactly. Spoiler. There's honest, a, but. There's, well, there's only one death that shocks me, and we'll we'll probably cover that last. But um, the it's probably a good time to transition into the now that we've Sorry. done the the yes. dumb mob <laughs> and the dumb people, the kills. Now, I remember you texting me saying that the kills are the most brutal you've probably seen in the series. Good few of them are. Yeah, I. This was one of my biggest disappointments in the film. I, sh- I, I shouldn't agree. have texted you that. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I agree that they are entirely. I This is the closest I felt to watching Negan kill the um, Rick's crew. And now I know. And actually, I'm thinking of the exact kill as to what one would make uh-huh. you think of that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, this is the closest I felt to... I was just familiar enough with these characters to feel something when Michael Myers starts to rearrange their heads. But these kills are like a saw film. Yes, like, they are. This is now not a machine killing people. This is somebody that enjoys mangling eyeballs. And they were so graphic. They were so brutal that they just felt over the top and extreme to me. It was like, how creative can be can we be with this? And that for me, that's not what Michael's about. Like the, as creative as he gets, I mean he stabs somebody into a wall and they hang there, and that's enough for me. But he's ripping out eyeballs and taking oh, yeah. time to kill people um and it just felt gratuitous it didn't feel like oh. a terminator oh it, it's um even for, right from the off like i'm okay okay with some of the fireman kills grand michael's lost his knife okay he has then yeah. that pickaxe it's a fireman's thing. tool yeah pickaxe thing um straight away did not did not like the fact whatsoever of Michael Myers, who is in his sixties and, as far as I know, does not have a lifetime subscription to Men's Health and as much protein <laughs> as he can get his hands on, lifts a firefighter up off the ground after impaling him on a pickaxe. That's the kind of shit you see in Halloween's four, five, and six when it yeah. had like we know how ridiculous we are at this point. Like, yeah. and again, so this was our first-ish shot of Michael in this film. So the taste of 2018 was like, no, he's just a dude. A strong dude, sure, but he's just yeah. a dude. And then the jaw, it's not the jaws of life, but you know that the 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 blade that firemen mm. use to get through doors. As soon as Michael started using that, I was just like, oh, this is what we're doing in this film, isn't it? Yeah, it seems um, like it. And the guy that, so there's a couple whose house he goes to first on his way back to the Myers house. The man's dead. And then he just starts pulling knives from the counter and continuing to stab him. Did I miss something there? Why is he doing that? No, what what this film does that the a lot of the a lot of the sequels even didn't do is in the sequels you would see the after effects of Michael setting things up. So if you think back to 78, Laurie walks into the bedroom, there's Annie on the bed with Judith's headstone over her. Yeah. Uh, but but Michael took the time to set that up, but we never yeah. see that. No, there's a don't. bit of that and throughout the series. The other one is like shoved in in a cupboard. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So the idea of Michael setting up tableaus, that's actually that didn't bother me at all. It's that we never watched him do it. And that takes away not some of the mystery, but some of the kind of sick humor. Because Michael 
not in a Freddy wisecracking kind of way. Mm. Michael's always had a very kind of sadistic humor. Like, it's not just the kill. It's about yeah. how the kill is discovered. But watching him do that was like... But what is it? Po- like, yeah, what's the I point? get it. I, yeah. I absolutely get it. But what what's he setting up by putting every kitchen knife in this guy? So I missed that entire... I didn't think he was setting up a reveal. I thought he was just enjoying stabbing a corpse. And the way... To be fair to you as well, the way it's presented, it is that... And obviously she is... Uh, he The the man had been... He had his head smashed through a window. It was glass through his neck. Okay. Yeah. But uh, his wife had had one of those halogen bulbs and it's it's mm. horrifically oh, gruesome. It's uh, impaled Everyone takes so neck. long to die as well. Like they go to a lot of effort to well, to show us people still breathing after the injury. Well, Vanessa, the doctor, didn't take long to die, but we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, or uh, her, I can't remember her husband's boyfriend. name. Yeah, uh, boyfriend okay. or husband. Yeah, the pair of them die pretty quickly um, and hilariously. Well, no, he's not. Anyway, so but she's sitting there as you say, blood still coming out of that wound watching Michael do this to her husband and Anna and John who I was watching with both went that was cruel yes exactly you know and, and I not don't know just what like, this couple has done yeah and it's not just a case of like oh you know oh you bad Michael don't be so cruel yeah of course Michael Myers doesn't give a shit mm. why is the film taking the time to make us watch and this is where it starts <sighs> to lose me yeah it, no totally and it just felt like well these kills are you're enjoying storyboarding this and putting this together and making Michael do fucked up things. I don't know what this means to Michael. I don't know how this helps his mission of getting home. Um, which the movie admits, like, this is his mission. is like every time he just makes his journey back to the Myers house. But I, I don't get why these needlessly brutal kills happen the way that they do. Callum the boyfriend... Is it Callum? Yeah, uh, Cameron, Cameron, sorry. The boyfriend. Yeah. Fine. He's a nuisance... So I'm gonna take some time doing this. Oh, actually, for me, he's the cruelest, the cruelest kill of the film. Yeah, no, agree. So, as it, it goes on, so the way it's presented, wrong. yeah, as well. Like, and, uh, oh man, I did love. Let's just do Cameron now. So okay, yeah, Cameron gets twisted up, and his head just gets put through the banister upstairs. While um, what's her name? Sorry, the daughter, the granddaughter, Alison is watching. Um. And the kid is still alive. This is the one that reminded me of Glenn from um, The Walking Dead, where he's had his head caved in, but he's still alive. He's still breathing. And then Michael gets halfway down the stairs, turns to him, pauses, and then just snaps his head. He takes so much joy in doing that. That I get. And it was... was, Because there's so many people that die in this that Michael kills them just for the sake of killing them. Yeah. But this one he did for Alison's benefit. Yeah, because... that, and that one I understand. I get it. Yeah. Like, I'm it was pissed so at Alison, so it's, I'm going to really yeah. take time. Oh, it was gross. And it's like, it, it's weird oh. to describe Michael Myers killing someone as mean, but that's the feeling I got in that scene. It was just like, the, yeah. the kid's dead. Yeah. Like, what, uh, you know, of course, but in horror movie logic, I mean, the kid is still breathing, so he's got to be back for part. Oh, he no, could have not. survived. He's just in a coma. Yeah. He may still be in a coma now. Who knows? We didn't actually see the head fall off. Um, <laughs> just uh, head in a jar. Just um, 
But now, so, in fairness, kill that bloodline because his his dad is one of the stupidest, stupidest. Like, oh yeah, hello. Well. I am a fifty year old asthmatic man who is still drunk. He's been dr- drinking coffee this whole time in his mm. car. I will walk into the Myers house, and we don't even need to finish the sentence. And no. the movie doesn't even bother to show you his death. No, it's one v one. It's so stupid. Why go into that? Like, are I'm you so dumb alone. by now? Oh, you're but, suicidal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You've you've had it. Um, I Mike was just doing Darwin's work on that one, definitely. Um, what I would like to ask, and this is why I'm so glad that I have you to represent the entire gay community. Um, on this show, what did you think of Big John and Little John? Completely pointless, superfluous. I've like. Thank you. Pandering. Agreed. Bad pandering. Um, yeah. Bad characterization, and it's not even like I would be the first one to make the argument of, you know, oh well, it didn't have to be a straight couple; it could have just been any couple. Okay, yeah, but they were very. Why gay. did we spend? They were, <laughs> and, but, but they were contrary. You know, yeah. they were. You know, and it was. You know, we're doing our. We're doing our cheeses and our wines and, you know... I don't, again, it, not that any of that is a problem in itself. No. What the fuck is this doing in Halloween Kills? They were cartoons. They were a cartoon yeah. gay couple. They honestly felt like that. And it was like, what? The only people that don't care about the Myers house being haunted would be this very flamboyant gay couple? Is that yeah. the point you're trying to make? I got the um, ideas. So I think there's there's a scene where um, the mob is standing in front of a billboard and th- th- it's them on the billboards. I think they're realtors. I don't know whether they're right. like house flippers or, or okay. something. Uh, no, that doesn't I explain why that they're in the Myers point. house. But so like, they're in the Myers house. It. Um, the three little kids who play the trick or treat on them. Um, I didn't hate them as much as I hated most of the other characters in this film. But they kind of took trick-or-treating to the next level but okay but also so they stop these kids to go do you know whose house this is no of course they don't they're 10 <sighs> why would they yeah why would they i just uh, it's the amount again it's the amount of time that's spent on the couple so they get a mid-film scene establishing them setting them up they do the haunting blah 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 michael breaks in and then they have their kill scenes and whatnot it just mm. Why? What a oh, yeah. weird C plot to put into your film. That's it. And the Marco Polo thing, the idea of a Marco Polo thing. Oh, okay. Big John, little John. Big John, little John. <sighs> Room one, clear. I mean, like, yeah. it was trying to force a quirk about these characters in, which is like, okay, but it just, it felt so. Now, I didn't feel, I'll be honest now, as a card-carrying member of the Alphabet Mafia, I didn't feel offended by the I just thought it was like, this is just dumb. Yes, yeah. It you didn't feel, feel like... Um, yeah, no, I, not that I... Not that it's my place to decide if you're offended or not, but <laughs> it didn't It didn't feel offensive. It just felt tone-deaf, didn't it? It felt wrong. It just felt just, silly. And then to give Big John, he got quite a gruesome death. He's got stabbed in the armpit, which is always just like, and yeah. then his eyes get put out by Michael. Um, and then, okay, so he's dead then. So this is all happening in, there's, so this is where the kind of the nonsensey, supernatural Judith Myers room from the opening scene of 78. Yeah, is suddenly the you. window. It's it, like they rewatched this film first and said, what can we latch on to? What hasn't been covered? By the 13 preceding films. 
Oh, well, he was looking out a window. <laughs> there has been one or two... No, some of the sequels... Uh, Resurrection spends most of the film in the Myers house. Five features the Myers house. So it is there. There is a kind of a running theme, but never this kind of holy altar, which is this mm-hmm. window. And in this film, it's like, you know, ah, yes, Michael. It almost seems to suggest that once Michael gets to this window, he's done. So squirt, le- leave him at us then. Yeah, let him do it and then arrest yeah. him. Cordon off a straight line to the house once they figure it out, right? Because um, now the deeply stupid mob are not going to figure this out. But in, in fairness, deeply stupid Lonnie manages to figure this out. That would have been really cool if they actually just lined the, house lined the street. Burn the house down. Yeah, and then he had like this almost like end of like a Star Trek film when someone's leaving the ship. All of their backs are like saluting as he walks to like yeah. the Myers house and then arrest him or kill him. But Maybe that is his ending. Maybe that's what happens. It could be like the whole time. Like, if, right, page one, Michael comes home, and I mean physically home to that window, okay, and then let's build a story around that. You can take out the neighbouring couple straight away. Yeah. That was completely like, we need to run out the clock here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, lots and of padding. You can, you can keep the scene. So I want to talk about the scene in the playground because that, for oh, me, yeah. it doesn't have the most brutal kills, but it had one of the most shocking uh, the way it's presented. <laughs> Do you mean yeah. the one with the car door? No, that's what that is. <laughs> if it's not the stupidest kill of the film, it's it's up there or down I, there, I should say. We suddenly let's just get rid of it. We suddenly find ourselves, and I'm not kidding, in a Final Destination movie, um, yep. where Michael, the, the the girlfriend that is the doctor that is dressed as a nurse, has a gun, has unloaded pretty much all but one bullet approaches the car, gets within door's width, Michael boots the door, which then pivots the gun 180 as she pulls the bullet and shoots herself. (laughs) It's so dumb. It's so dumb. I'm so glad I was in the cinema alone because I looked to my left and I looked to my right and I was like, did I just see what I think I just saw? The fuck is this bullshit? What was that? And and just immediately previous (laughs) to that, so... um. Uh, her her boyfriend had this gun and you know she was she made it saying give it to me i know how to use it no you yeah. clearly don't no you know how yeah. to use it on yourself like what yeah. well, that's one way of making sure michael doesn't kill you um, it's so funny because i don't know tr- it's even as an accident that's unlikely like you couldn't try to do that or impossible. accidentally do it i don't it's just so dumb. it was like boom boom I think as well, I, I read that um, because Michael kicked the door, we can blame this death on Michael and she has the honour of being the only person whose death was caused by Michael by gunshot. As opposed to somebody <laughs> else missing or, or this or right. that. okay. Uh, so there you go. So the two, two in this car, one was killed twice by Michael, another one, the only one to have died by GSW caused by Michael. Yeah, um, they didn't want to have been killed by a car door. Um, I they actually they released the first minute of this scene as a clip there a few weeks ago. So I'd seen uh, Lindsay getting out of the car, running up to the kids on the swings. Uh, oh, yeah. So I was kind of like, I like that. That's fine. And I now know it's that was so they could get Lindsay out of the car so that they Correct. could do this. Uh, yeah. Michael standing there. There is the you know he has beheaded a child off screen. Um, yeah. which is like we, we saw him snap 
Lumpy's neck in 18, so obviously this Michael has no... Oh yeah, someone actually raised the point in 18, just flat, uh, in my head. In 18, he kills the kid in the car, but he doesn't kill the baby in the crib. And someone's like, oh, so where does he draw the line? It's like, well, arguably, if no one finds that baby in time, Michael's just condemned it to a horrible death. Of yeah, die of starvation. Yeah, so it's like but no, also, no. Michael is... wasn't sparing the baby. Michael was being a prick. I mean, there's that, but there's also I still get the impression that Michael kills what's in his way. Not no, it's probably more than there that. is a bit of that. Sure, yeah, there's a bit of that, but or even I, tangential he... to his path. Yeah, exactly. If if you know what, I'm gonna cross the street if there's a person there because it means I can kill them. But yeah. and also like the babies and children haven't offended him adults that neglected him as a child and allowed his because this all comes down to his sister fucking when he was in the next room like that that's basically where this trauma has come from as much as we're told other than him just being evil incarnate um so i think he just has a vendetta against adults and teenagers and then draws the line at anyone under 13 and i hope that all 12 year olds in halloween ends really hope that you're right Man, um, honestly, assemble some twelve-year-olds, and you've got a, fo- a movie. Blast the Avengers theme! But yeah, he gets up on top of the car. So this part of this is a big, massive homage to the op- uh, uh, nurse chambers scene in you know Michael's escape from Smith's Grove in the original. Mm. He jumps up on top of the car. He, there's it's it's a I think a shot for shot when he smashes the the glass of the window, and then I'm totally fu- like her panicking and starting to fire wildly. Yep, yeah, makes sense. She accidentally locks the cars. Yep, yeah, that I'm on board with that. And I mm-hmm. like how the idea of, you know, this gung-ho group completely dissolves so quickly because they haven't got a clue. Okay, so Vanessa breaks the car window, gets out, and vanishes. She doesn't mm-hmm. step off screen, she vanishes and goes so far away from the car that Michael has time to get down off the car, open the car, get in. Uh, Chambers has a chance to pull a gun on him yeah. and deliver the only reason she's in this film, which is, this is for Dr. Loomis. And you know, I know it, you know it, Michael knows it, that gun is empty. It is. It literally is a revolver, isn't it? It has six yeah. shots. Yeah, you yeah it's can, six shots, small one. You can count the shots. Like, you absolutely know there isn't one in there. Um, and also, Loomis dies of old age, doesn't he? That's the other thing. In uh, this... In this like, continuity, yeah, he just died of old age. He just died. Like Loomis has kind of made his peace. Like Michael's, Michael's, Michael's locked away. All right, he may never know exactly why Michael is the way he is, but fuck me, he didn't. It actually confused me. It made me think, oh, did did Michael kill him? And I forgot. Mm. It just, it's like I'm the nurse from the first film. Here is my line to remind you. That's it. And and like in fair in fairness to Nancy Stevens. In Halloween 2 and Halloween H2O, she is much better than she is in this film. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, she's dreadful in this film. Line delivery, everything. <sighs> so anyway, Michael, you know, reacts the way the rest of us would. And he's like, well, you just tried to shoot me. I'm going to put a knife in your gut. And he goes in, stab, stab, stab. And that's the end of her. And what was the point yeah. of bringing her back? The... The, the the nurse then in the back I there's been this running gag since 2018 of he keeps where's my stethoscope where's my stethoscope so he uses the stethoscope to try and pin Michael in a kind mm. of a garrote against the driver's uh, seat which is if you're trapped in the car you have nowhere to go and you don't have a gun okay his death I literally in the cinema went fucking, fucking hell, hell. Yeah, great. It's one of those oh. deaths that makes you wonder how did they actually do that? 
um clever camera work obviously yeah. and the prosthetics but yeah knife in the eye Oh, and and like, gr- and like you can eighth. see how it goes up under the eyelid into the yes. sock. I mean, it's yes. horrific. It's you can horrific. still see his actual eye, and there's a good twenty seconds of him still breathing. He's yeah. alive to experience having a knife in his eye. It's oh. fucking grim. That um, one, that one really yeah. stands out for me in this film. Like that's yeah, just like it does. Oh, but again, uh, and I, then yeah, but they still just don't feel of anything because they are dumb people that have made dumb decisions like i don't they just got in the way of a fucking tornado they 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 had no method of dispersing it or dealing with it they just stood in front of a speeding train so i, I i'm sorry but why do Can't, i feel anything for these people yeah um <sighs> immediately followed by vanessa and the and the magical gar car gunshot um, and then, so Lindsay is booking it. it away. So Lindsay survives the film, right? So she hides, she does the smart thing and she gets out of Michael's way. And I like, again, it's kind of clever camera work. So obviously one of the running gags of Halloween and Friday is Michael and Jason are never going to run out of breath because they're never going to run. They're only going <laughs> to walk. just walk, uh, yeah. And there is this kind of funny camera work. You know, she is, you know, like, if you keep running, Lindsay, you're fine. Like, you're great. Yeah. You're way faster you're right. than him. But then every time the camera turns, he's still walking, but he's right behind her, basically. So I, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know whether that was supposed to be comedy or whatever, but I, I, I did. Like I appreciated a, that. It's like in, in the flashback, but it's like, yeah, we've got one white male with a mask with multiple gunshot wounds on the walk. <laughs> That's <laughs> it, like. He's not running away. Like, ah. do, we, do, do we need to send backup? No. A segue, perhaps? <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Um, oh dear! Um, so, Tom, yeah, I suppose we're kind of we're, we're kind of nearly covered everything. There's another, sorry, there's another returning character, and again, only brought back to deliver the line he delivered in 1978, which is the 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 cop in the hospital, uh, Charles Cipher's the oh, actor's name. Fucking hell! That... There's just no oh. reason. I I heard he was coming back, and I thought, well, <sighs> would it not have made sense for at least for him to be a part of that group anyway? You Everyone know, kind of grand. His daughter was killed. It doesn't make any sense. It, it literally was... doesn't make in the context that it's delivered. Yeah. It doesn't make any remember sense. Remember who I am? Oh, now no. I do. Of course, I don't remember who you are. Why would I? So, and he could have been given more weight. He could have just said, "Look, this bastard killed my daughter." That's enough. <laughs> I think the way he I now was get that written, you're invested. The, the way he was written and directed, and this, you know, I, I genuinely, I have to wonder. It made me think that maybe he wasn't able to do anymore and I mean the actor because okay. he's clearly Perhaps. you know he's advanced years that's absolutely fine um, but because he was quite shaky in his delivery absolutely fine you know you know Judy Dench is 150 and is yeah. still you know as active today as she was so that's it's not the age but thing, I but just don't get why do they think we wanted that who's screaming out for I need him to say that line from the first one who wants that you know like the fact that he was going to be in it the only reason to bring him back is for him to deliver that line. Also, funnily enough, uh, another little tidbit. He in he, he has like a two second flashback of his daughter's body. Technically, that is taken from Halloween 2. Because it's the reveal not. of her body is only in Halloween 2. So that footage is Halloween 2, not from 1978. Oh, so there you go. At least one second of Halloween 2 still exists in canon in this. Uh, but That's it's... That's just until perfect. the next wave of canon. Until the next um, wave of canon. But yeah, like, but then he's nothing. He just becomes part of Tommy's mob. Um, 
and gets wrapped into it. They, yeah, they end up causing the suicide of the other, of Danny DeVito. Sorry, Danny. Um, because Mob, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, it's not him, it's not him. It's clearly not him. We just yeah. need blood. Okay. They're all convinced dumb. that this is Michael Myers and they force him into the top floor and he ends up jumping out of the window because that's he's his only escape and also he's he's clearly mentally unwell um and he, he panics and it's only then that they realize that no it's it's not him and they thought oh i've made a mistake blah 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 and even but tommy gets one you've of my lost your movie oh tommy's like he goes down are you sure it's not him he always wears a mask tommy look at them look at him he's twice the size of michael in the wrong yeah. way like, and you and, and tommy you were the one watching the news report yeah, of oh, which it's this so man's face. Oh. It's so. It's just we need to keep the mob, mob occupied, and we want to comment on something. And I, man, I wish it had been COVID that they were commenting on now, because the other mm. alternative is far more disgusting. Ugh. Um, um, so we've spoken about Laurie as much as she is in the film. Honest to God, like genuinely, if you haven't seen the film, um, you, she you've thinks missed that- nothing of Laurie. Not at all. She thinks that she was successful. She is then unconscious. Um, she then realises that Michael is uh, alive, rallies the mob, attempts to unrally the mob, gets wounded, has a bit of time with Sheriff Hawkins. They have a that's nice job. Like, it comes it's, out of nowhere, no, but yeah. it's nice. Like, I, if, that, if, it, if it had been in 2018, I, yeah. I liked it in this, but it would be even better in 2018. Like, yeah. yes, they have a pre I don't know if you go so far as to call it a relationship, but they certainly had a flirty night one night. And I kind of yeah. like that because at this point that they're having that. this conversation, they still think that Michael is dead. So it's like, yes, yeah. okay, you can have this chat. Now, we as an audience are just like, I am looking at my clock, but I am very happy you guys get a nice moment. <laughs> yeah. I, there's, um, there's kind of a bit of, if there's a happy ending, it might be them too. But um, by the end of the film, Laurie is resigned to the fact that the only way to kill Michael is that she dies as well. Yeah. Because they've now pivoted into, he is a supernatural being. Uh, he is literally evil in a skin suit. There's only one very weird way that he's going to be satisfied. <sighs> I don't know. And it's so like, um, for a film that spent so long... Now, as... Kills went on really quickly. You were just like, I see where this is going. But for, for for 18, which took so long to establish the fact that he is just a man. He's a very bad man and he's a very strong man, but he's just a man. Yeah. In this, I mean, the only thing they don't do is hang him. Well, but, uh, it, it, that's it. So the mob does descend upon him. Um, Laurie's daughter comes in to save the day. Hmm shoots him several times puts no doesn't shoot him puts a pitchfork into his back that was it yeah disables his spine he falls onto the stairs he gets curb stomped but gets up and walks out i can believe that he survived that laurie's i keep forgetting her name sorry laurie's daughter is karen 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 lures him with his mask into the mob which surrounds him and that for me like that shot of michael being surrounded by the mob Oh, I had goosebumps. And I thought, you know what? If yep. this is at the end of a better film, this is extremely fucking cool. Because this is the mob getting what it... Getting... Well, you're not going to mess with Haddonfield anymore. They royally murder him. He's dead. He is oh, riddled dead. with bullets. He is beaten with a baseball bat. He is stabbed multiple times. Short of removing limbs, he is dead. Which they should have done. 
which they should have done just to and you would think in mob rule you think they would there's actually there's a funny one there is a bloke standing there with the clothes iron as well don't know what you were doing thanks for turning up yeah Yeah. (laughs) grab Um, what you can yeah but like there's fucking security guard uh charles cyphers delivers the line it's so awkward everyone's entitled to one big scare with a gun okay shoot him then yeah unleash fury you know and just like i'm there's his head still kind of in two minds where I'm like, is it survivable? <laughs> because, no. because you don't see a headshot. You don't, 50 Cent got shot like 14 times. Is there some universe where this doesn't kill? And I think the most frustrating thing to me is that I don't think we'll ever know one way or the other. I don't think we'll ever be told for this sequence whether he is supernatural or he just survived. Until there's what I want actually is an autopsy scene which says yep that first mob they really got unlucky <laughs> no i have horrible news for you right the director david gordon green um gave an interview where he said no michael is unequivocally human he said in in my halloween films michael um, is not supernatural and this was after the release of the film it makes no sense especially because as every time he kills he transcends well, I mean, but again, that's just two characters talking and shooting the shit. Like, that doesn't mean that that's... They have nothing to base that on other than it's hard to kill. But I'm... So this is where I'm... I guess he just survived. He so, just yeah, has so very thick skin. Very, And no very, internal organs. Well, that or, was handy. It's yeah. handy not to have internal organs, yeah. Or like, for redundant. example, can you imagine Michael Myers stopping for a piss? I mean, obviously he doesn't... It must be built into the boiler suit. I reckon I it probably d- is. But I just... So he survives the unsurvivable. I just don't yeah. do it. If you want him to, don't have your cake and eat it. Don't show us Michael being killed and then have him survive. Because it, it's like screenwriting 101. It then belittles any injury that he has. Yeah. How am I supposed to... What the fuck are you going to do to him in Halloween Ends that makes me believe that he's dead? Like, Bad I of think, acid, maybe. I think it's something ridiculous. No, but even that, he, he swims out. He survives. He falls out yep. the bottom of it. Whatever. But... They're going to have to literally pull him limb from limb for me to believe that he's dead. Yep. I think that's the only way that Halloween ends. Ends. Um, it ha- like, it has to be. Like, Halloween ends has to end with the closing scene of Halloween H2O. And if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's very good, um, and it has to be that. Now, I'm sure they're sitting there going like, well, we must not do that because H2O did it. And that will be fine. Um... There is, so this one fucking annoys me. So, okay, Michael gets back up and the entirely pointless cameo from uh, the original Sheriff has ended with a quick throat slit. Mm -hmm. There's some, like, stylistically, this scene is shot very, very well. And the way they managed to capture Michael's mask, but the eyes are completely blacked out, but you can still see the inside of the Mm -hmm. eye holes. I have to watch it again. Like, that's, director of photography, you get a thumbs up from me. And yes, he takes out whatever... I think it's alluded that some of the mob had left. I don't know how long it was supposed to have been. But anyway, Tommy's still there. Shit buzz for Tommy because he gets a knife in the ribs, falls down. <laughs> and then this is what I thought you meant when he goes full Negan on Tommy. Because oh, he actually right. Negan's him. Yeah, no, I didn't actually. Because um, you don't really see it. it, it true, yeah. You just get you blood splatters all you read. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's I didn't care enough about Tommy oh. to care that he's dead. What did yeah. shock me was... Him My, magical up. teleporting Michael. Um, that, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, getting into the house. Where, so where? which house is Karen in? 
the Myers house. She's standing where Judith was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he sneaks back into the Myers house, which I don't know how he got in there, but he did. Un- unless Halloween ends begins with that being a dream, I don't know. No, but, but I, I oh, think she. Oh, is. maybe. Maybe. I don't think it will though. He goes in and kills Karen brutally, like fucking stabs her to death and tears her apart. Um, that was the one death that shocked me. That did surprise me. I'm not saying so it's a good thing, but dumb. It's so as dumb. Well. She hadn't. If she'd had more scenes, like when she lures him outside, it would have hit more. Or if she'd just been a completely ineffectual character, it would have mm. been. But because she was such a mess of a character in this, yeah. her death just seemed like it. Honestly, just felt like they were ticking one more name off the list, and that then does her a disservice for the that film and the yeah. previous film. So it's well, like. You- all you've got now is Hawkins, Laurie, and Allison. And I don't know if they'll use her again, but Lindsay is now one of the oh, last Lindsay. survivors of yeah. the original. Yeah. But my, so the my problem for Halloween, we've spent way too much time. We've spent more on this film than we have on any of the Bond films. That's true. The, yeah. The um, Halloween ends. It can't take place on the same night. It won't. In fact, it's been confirmed. There's going to be a time jump. It's going to come okay. into modern day. So, and I don't know how they're going to do this. I'm just reading a quote. They will address COVID and they will address the fallout of the one night massacre in 2018. Okay. So I think this one's going to focus a lot on I think on that's Allison. smart. Yeah, I actually think that's smart. Because you, yeah. Because Laurie needs time to heal. And the only way this ends is with a Laurie versus Michael face off. <laughs> So does Michael vanish or does Michael get arrested again? Michael vanishes. Do you know what I mean? Michael vanishes, yeah. but the, the the problem with that is you Wait, have to come up with a way of why has he waited three years to come back? Uh, yeah. Four years to come back. Because Halloween ends his next year, isn't it? It's 2022. Uh, October 14th, 22, yeah. Yeah, so there's a four-year... Uh, he's been gone for four years because of reasons, so... I don't think they're going to want to do a he escaped from prison or escaped from hospital again. I think he's out there and waiting. But there's got to be a reason that he comes back. Um, now, maybe... Mayor of Haddonfield. Oh, fuck. Maybe Alison and Laurie are hunting him. Maybe they're hunting him and... But you have to end up back at Haddonfield and back in the Myers house somehow. Like, the way they've set it up, it has to be basically Judith's room... I um, exactly. I kind yeah. of the, what I would predict is that um, uh, Laurie shoots um, shoots Myers and he falls through the window. So it ends exactly the same as Halloween nineteen seventy eight, but he falls out of Lindsay's window instead and dies. Allison waiting below with a bigger axe. Yeah, just right like, and go and then pitchfork and then right. <laughs> You down? Let's keep you down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, my axe, or not my axe, my chainsaw has mysteriously yeah. stalled. Look at that. Mm. Um, so? Like, yeah, so Halloween Kills, I think we've drained every bit of conversation out of it that we can. It's just it's just such a mess. Any Any part of this film could have been a part of a better film. But yeah, there's actually some really good parts. Don't yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. It's a weird one. Um, really disappointing. Um, I'm hoping I, I think Halloween ends will be better. I think it will. I I'm think, gonna yeah, watch it, it anyway. But true. Um Gordon Green describes it as a coming of age story that will be more intimate 
than kills, which I couldn't really be hard it not to. Like, this is, not good at. Kills has the highest one film body count for Michael Myers. Uh, I think there's 28 people die in kills. I think, um, I can't remember. There's another one, maybe one of the zombie ones where it's like 25 or something. Um, so, not how you should be measuring the success of your Halloween film, to be completely honest. Look at 78, three teenagers die. Yeah, and it's the best still. Uh, Imagine that, 40 is, years and you still haven't made a better film. I still, I, I would, honestly, I'd coin toss it between 78 and 18. Like, Agreed. I really think they did a great job with 18. Yeah, and I that's love 18. one of the reasons I'm so disappointed with this one. Is it's the exact same creative team yep. did this film as did 18. Ian, thank you for letting me rant. Oh, it was I awesome. had to get Loved that out it. of my system. I love us talking about bad films. Um, it looks like, after a slight discussion, um, we may be shifting the direction of pod slightly into more current films. So, um, any objections to that? There's plenty of other pods, so goodbye. Um, but next week I think we're going to do what are we going to do Dune Returnals uh, Dune I, I'm going to say let, let's do Dune because that's been out longer than Eternals cool. has been yeah next week we shall do Dune and we shall see you soon that is all of the rhyming in this room thank you very much everybody uh, you're very good for listening to us cry <laughs> bye